Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, risk aversion. In the US, they had given out 7 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. There has been six adverse events. That's six people who got sick or died in all likelihood because of the vaccine. Six out of seven million, that was enough for the U.S. health authorities to stop giving out the vaccine. We're seeing the same thing here in Denmark. We've been given out hundreds of thousands of doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine. We've had one death. And our authorities have decided to stop using it. That's not risk management, that's risk aversion. There is a classic story by Stephen Leacock called The Man in Asbestos. This is a story from 1911. So asbestos was not considered a dangerous material that would kill people by destroying their lungs. It was considered a wonder material of the future. It couldn't burn. The author was unhappy with the present, so he decided to travel into the future to see what that would be like. What he found was that everybody was wearing these gray asbestos suits. They were wearing them because they were fire resistant. They couldn't burn. And in the future, they had eliminated all disease. They had eliminated old age. So the only thing people could die from was accidents, which is why, of course, you wouldn't wear any clothes that could burn you would wear an asbestos suit. And because they had salt food production and machines would produce everything they needed, there was no need to take any chances. There was complete risk aversion. People would stay at home, cars would be outlawed, railroads would be outlawed because they were too dangerous. Now, the author was not impressed by this stagnant future society, but it does show what happens when risk aversion takes overhand. Now, risk management is a basic leadership discipline. The leader gets input from some people who know what the risks are and some people who know what the benefits are. And the leader uses his or her experience to come to a leadership decision. Now, if the consequences were completely clear, with no uncertainty, and the probabilities were exact, then it would just be a math exercise. But it's not. It takes experience, and that's what the leader offers. The leader makes difficult calls. In organizations, we have a several functions that serve the same purpose as the immunologists in the current public health crisis. There are people who tell us what can go wrong. The immunologist will tell us it's safest for everybody to be locked into their homes until we have a vaccine. Similarly, your legal or compliance or QA or validation department will make sure that nothing changes. They are the departments of innovation prevention. And it will take leadership courage and energy to overrule them in order 
to achieve a real business benefit. That's why smaller organizations work faster, why they out-innovate larger organizations, because they don't have these departments. So what happens in a small organization is that leadership energy goes on actual innovation. It goes on producing better products. It goes on opening new markets. It goes on growing the business. Whereas in a large organization, way too much energy goes into fighting risk aversion, fighting the departments that will try to make sure everything stays the same and nothing new ever happens. As an IT leader, it is your job to ensure that your organization will be able to take prudent risks and will not fall prey to risk aversion. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.